America falls, all our allies fall as well. Because America is the last true bastion of freedom. True freedom in the world. Although we are only as free today as they allow us to be. And they don't even want us to be as free as we are. Which comes full circle to their agenda. The um, enemies of the Constitution are deeply seated within our own government. There is a network of mosques within the United States and these mosques are factually linked to the San, Bern San Bernardino shooting and the uh, Orlando nightclub shooting for two. Only knows how many more. A lot of the things that happen, they don't even tell us. They don't want us to know the Muslims were involved. We're spoon-fed what they want us to hear. The media and the government hide these facts. The media is just like an arm of useful idiots, a tool for the government. And the owners are well compensated for the cooperation. Amazing how systematically they slowly but surely controlled our media, infiltrated it. I mean, in 1983, 90% of the media was owned by 50 companies. Today, 90% of the media is controlled by six companies. And the legislation that allowed this stuff to happen wasn't just signed by Democrats. Bill Clinton was a signer, allowing, and, believe it or not, Ronald Reagan which allowed these mega corporations to swallow up everybody else. And the six players are GE, News Corp, Disney, Viacom, Time Warner, and CBS. 232 executives control the information of 277 million Americans. And the goal of these corporations is not to feed you the news, the truth, or anything else. Their goal is maximized profit. It's all they're in the business for is profit. The big six have annual revenues of over 
$276 billion. That's quite a large amount of money to cooperate with Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam's probably tied down in the basement. Chained to the wall. Give him bread and water because Uncle Sam's not in charge anymore. Clear Channel owns over 1,200 stations. It's amazing. Do you think that the government hasn't infiltrated the media and the media infiltrate the government? They're interchangeable. They're working hand in hand. Claire Shipman, who was a senior national correspondent for ABC's Good Morning America, is married to President Obama's former White House press secretary, Jay Carney. ABC News President Ben Sherwood is the brother of Elizabeth Sherwood Randall, a top White House National Security Council official who was recently confirmed under Obama as the Department of Energy's Deputy Secretary. Uh, The siblings David Rhodes and his brother Ben, Ben is the President's Deputy National Security Advisor for Strategic Communications under Obama. Uh, Susan Rice was the White House National Security Advisor and she is the wife of former ABC News executive producer Ian Cameron. Hillary's former deputy secretary is married to CNN's deputy chief, Virginia Mosley. Uh, ABC reporter Matt Jaffe is married to deputy press secretary Katie Hogan. These were all under the Obama relations, you know, Obama administration. Not to say that this wasn't going on prior to the Obama administration. I'm quite convinced that it was. But they take care of each other. Wash my back, I'll wash your back kind of thing. Freaking large sums of money. I mean, you have these talking heads that read you the news. That's all they do is read you what they hand them to read. This is the narrative. You read it. You've got the trusting voice and face of American news tonight in America. Blah, 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 blah. And they get paid 600000 or $2 million, whatever the hell it is. They don't want to lose that. So they're very cooperative. Because it doesn't affect them. Hillary Clinton couldn't pass an FBI background check, a real background check, with her ties to terrorist groups, communist groups, The communist infiltration into our country is 
so deep. It's so hard to believe. But it's true. And you don't see it until you start digging and peeling things away. The government has structured the media to deceive us while we're rewarding a a group of co-conspirators. And anyone who believes that socialism is going to lift the people, lift their standard of living, greatly deceived. I mean, all you need to do is look at the most recent example of communism at work, and that would be Venezuela. A great, prosperous country, rich country, the richest country in Latin America 10 years ago. And since communism, in 10 years, they're eating out of garbage cans and fighting amongst each other for survival. Socialism is like stage one cancer. And they convince you they're treating it. And it slowly grows and metastasizes, spreads through the body to stage four cancer, which is communism. And there's no pushing back now. We're terminal. Communism has murdered over 150 million people in the past 70 years. That's not a long time. 70 years. That's just shy. Or I mean, just uh, like six years more than my lifespan. I'm 63 years old. Seven years. More than my lifespan. In 70 years, communism has killed 150 million people. The Democratic Socialists of America have literally infiltrated both houses in our government the Congress, and the Senate. And their goal is to abolish all private ownership of the means of production, for one, and eventually private ownership, period. If you are familiar with, or if you've ever heard of UN Agenda 21, I would exalt you to read it. That document has been signed on to by 200 plus countries around the world. And within that document, they talk about land use and restricting land use and abolishing private ownership of property and forced migration of the people into metropolitan areas where we can be corralled and controlled. 
It's what the New Green Deal is all about, taking away our cars, making us rely on trains and public transportation. And it's amazing that people don't see it. Some people do see it. And a lot of people swallow the narrative that it's good for us because they package it all pretty. But when you unwrap it, all you're going to see is a big, stinking, heaping pile of bull. Every labor union in this country is controlled by communist leaders now. And their goal, their purpose, is no longer to look out for the welfare of the people, the, the labor force. Their goal is to establish communism in the United States of America. The only reason they want the membership is so that they can extract dues for them, from them and finance the people and the groups that they want to finance to help push their agenda forward. There was a day in America that we needed labor unions because big industry like the Chases and the Carnegies and, you know, uh, Standard Oil, you know, all these big mega companies. They were abusing the workforce with low wages and beatings and the whole nine yards, child labor, the whole nine yards. The rich could give a crap. I mean, the uber-rich, the Rothschilds and Carnegie's, all those members of the Bilderberg Group, they could care less. We're called human resources for a reason. We're a resource to them. Just like oil, iron, anything. We're a natural resource to them. We're not called human beings anymore. We're not called the uh, human workforce we don't have heads of the workforce in the company. Now we have human resources. We're just a resource that could give a crap if you live or die. The moment you die, the next one steps up into your place. The communists affiliated politicians that we have in both houses is amazing. I mean, it's 50 to 80 people. I mean, you've got Pat Murray, Chris Murphy, Al Franken, thank God that knucklehead is gone, uh, Claire McCaskill, Martin Heinrich, uh, Sherrod Brown, Rosa DeLaro, Joe Courtney, John Larson, Eddie Benice Johnston, Mark Vesey, 
Joaquin Castro, Amy Berra, Barbara Lee, Keith Ellison, Mr. Domestic Abuse himself. You know, it's amazing. Keith Ellison, he has ties to CARE and the Muslim Brotherhood. And his not accusations, but factual abuse of women. Punching them around and everything else. That's how that all died off. You don't hear about it anymore. But yet, if Donald Trump winks at a woman, he's a sexual predator. See, these guys can do whatever they want, and they get away with it. Because they're part of the inner circle. Ah, boy. Roal, I can't even pronounce his last name. Grijalva, Java of Arizona. <laughs> Krista Sherma. Uh, oh, Krista, Kristen Cinema, excuse me. Michael Howd, Jan Schakowsky, Danny Davis, Bob Rush. Bobby Rush. <laughs> he was a member of the Black Panthers in 1969. Look him up in his past. And what was found in his possession when the FBI raided him. And he's in, in our government now. Corinne Brown, John Conyers, Peter DeFazio, Jim McDermott, Jerry Nadlicker, Nadler, Danny Davis, Jan Schakowsky, Karen Bass, Maxine Waters, Mad Max. David Lobsick, Eleanor Holmes Norton, Alan Grayson, John Lewis, Gwen Moore, Mark Pocan, Barbara McCutsky, Debbie Sabinow, Elizabeth Warren. Warren. Ed Markey, the liberal clone of John Kerry and Teddy Boy. Rosa Delano, Bernie Sanders, the great knight of the Communist Party in America today. They knighted him. These are all literal members of the Democratic Socialists of America. Hillary Clinton. The United States Constitution, Article 4, Section 4, states that the United States shall guarantee every state in the Union a Republican form of government and protect it from invasion or domestic violence within. Doity Eisenhower warned specifically on his way out of office, warned about the military-industrial complex. 
John F. Kennedy warned explicitly about communists trying to infiltrate our country and oppress the people. We know what happened to John. 